Thank you. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
smile's more your thing I'll stick to singing But through the ups and downs Our friendship is renowned We act as we know they know Dam lechavero The sky is so blue, blue in Jerusalem And the wisdom is so high, high. You can see it in the eyes of the people that pass
Thank 
על יום שגרה שלא ישוב, חיוך תמים ליד הדלת, על אהבה ועל תוחלת. הלב אומר, הלב נרגש, אלה טיפה של יום חדש, ואל טיפה בטעם דבש, מודה אני. על חלום שעוד נרקם, על תקוותו של האדם, אני בשיר, בבוקר קם, מודה אני. אוסף הערב את שרידיו, סוגר הלילה את ריסיו. שוב נדלקים הכוכבים, נתיב שלו לילדים. הנה אשמורת אחרונה, על מטרים ומנגינה. בצליל הרב ורב גוני, ליבי כבר ער, מודה אני. הלב אומר, הלב נרגש, אלה דיבר. ועל טיפם בטעם פש מודה אני. על חלום שעוד נרקם, על תקוותו של האדם, אני בשיר בבוקר קר מודה אני. בשיר בבוקר כאן 
Wednesday morning on this Erev Rosh Chodesh, it is Yom Kippur Katan. I think that's the reason that um, some of the rabbis uh, chose today for a, a half of a fast day, or a half fast day as it, as it goes. Uh, Yom Kippur Katan, Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. We'll start saying Yalav tonight. It'll be a one-day Rosh Chodesh. Tomorrow, Shlomo Katz will be with us at 8 a.m. for a um, Hallel service that we could do together, one of the few things that we can uh, participate in together, I guess, <clears throat> when it comes to tefillah, when it comes to prayer. Um, it's interesting, the uh, Jerusalem Post article I was reading about the uh, Orthodox rabbis who have, um, who have paskin, who have granted permission to use Zoom <clears throat> at the Pesach Seder to include elderly, as long as obviously over Yontif, Nobody touches their, you know, their devices. And then apparently those rabbis had to uh, rescind what they said because other rabbis were not happy with their decision. It does say in the article, though, that um, Sephardic rabbis in general of past generations, Paskind, decided that one can use electricity on Yontif. And... One of the people they cite is Rav Uziel, the first Sephardic chief rabbi of Israel, who was Mayor Weingarten's grandfather. So when uh, Mayor joins us, which I scheduled him for about 20 minutes from now, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask him if he's familiar with that whole uh, historic um, uh, historic move by the Sephardic uh, rabbis of years ago. Lipa Schmelzer had Melech Malchem, Lachem Yaakov Shweki had Modaani, Leif Tahar with, uh, well, H volume number three with the song Leif Tahar. Matt Dub with Adama, Jerusalem done by Ben Sion Lehrer, David Perlman and Haver Shali. Split the Sea, that was live at JM in the AM with Aryeh Kunstler about 10 years ago. Matt Dub with Olam Chesed and Regesh with Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday and this March 25th, the 29th of Adar. As I said, it's Yom Kippur Katan and Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. 42 degrees with some afternoon showers and a high of 48. Partly cloudy tonight, low 39. Tomorrow, sunshine and a high, 55 degrees. 59 in Yerushalayim, 42 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM and the AM, we'll join World Mizrahi and their Beit Midrash 19 minutes from now at 7 a.m. Tomorrow, Shlomo Katz. We'll send out details to those of you on our email list. If you're not on our email list, um... AF at NahumSiegel.com. Just uh, email Avrami. He'll make sure you're added to the list. AF, Avrami Finkelstein, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Plenty coming up. It's another exciting day here at JM and the AM, and I thank all of you who are tuning in around the world, and I thank all of you who are noting how nice it is to have JM and the AM for that sense of community and unity around the world. Uh, listener Terry said before JM the AM, wow, imagine my excitement thinking I'd hear yesterday's show to discover bonus JM. Thank you. We're trying very hard to get started as early as possible and greet people around the world early in the morning. And I thank you for acknowledging that. And trucker Yitz says, Boker Tov, y'all. Thank you, Hashem, for JM and the AM is on. The internet's on. Electricity's on. The phones work. The world still goes on. The chickens give eggs. The cows give milk. The snow we got in the Catskills this week is already melting. Well, Trucker Yitz, as usual, you've got the right perspective here at the J, or I should say on on that comment section on the NSN uh, app, and I thank you for that. More coming up, JM in the AM with Ayal Golan.
J.M. in the A.M. I don't alarm. That is um, uh, that is David Gabe here at J.M. I'll, I'll do the uh, I'll do the list of who we just heard in a moment. Just want to make sure we are uh, we are um, all set with our. Let's see. How do I do this here? <laughs> um. There to a page. There we go. <laughs> Trying my hardest to get this right in terms of sharing the Facebook Live video of me. <laughs> That's happening right now, courtesy of uh, World Mizrahi. Simple as that. Uh, World Mizrahi has this amazing uh, virtual bait midrash, which many of you are already familiar with, and we get the honor of uh, of starting their day between 7 and 9 a.m. Eastern time with them picking up the final two hours of JM. And the, I mean, Sometimes JMM goes overtime, so I'm not going to say the final two hours, but the uh, significant 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, two hours of JM in the a.m. Uh, all right, you heard David Gabe. Before that, it was uh, Shmuel Levy with uh, Masha Haya. Ayal Golan with Mishima Amin. Wednesday morning on this Yom Kippur Katan. Many have called for a, uh, at least a half fast day today uh, on this Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Right, fasting would be prohibited in the month of Nisan. So this is it. If you want to fast and utilize a uh, a fast as a uh, method of uh, of tshuva and one of um, of plea uh, of of pleading to God for mercy at this very very insane time, um, here's the opportunity on Yom Kippur Katan, a fast day. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard and listeners sponsored. Digital radio, around the world, the web at AchimSingle.com, the AchimSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Mayor Weingarten is going to join us. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on in Israel. Also, his grandfather was mentioned in a news story, um, which I'll ask him about. He'll join us just after the news. Uh, later on, Gedalia Zlotowicz, who is the uh, general editor of uh, Art Scroll. He is scheduled to join us here at uh, JM&AM. They've had an interesting reaction to some of their offers over the last week or two. We'll speak with him coming up. And Rabbi Kanelski, tomorrow's Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which means two weeks from tonight is the Seder. And Rabbi Kanelski always gives us inspiring words before the holiday of Pesach. And he is scheduled to join us coming up right here at JM&AM. Wednesday morning, Galitzal in the background, Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. Newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal Mirushalayim Ashachat, Shalom Rav, Khan Rani Avnai, Imashikore Akshav. היועץ המשפטי של הכנסת הודיע לאדלשטיין כי על אף התפטרותו עדיין קיימת חובה לכנס את מליאת הכנסת כדי לבחור יושב ראש חדש. אדלשטיין סירב. כתבנו הפוליטי מיכאל האוזר טוב.
בהודעה שנשלחה לבג"ץ מטעם היועץ המשפטי לכנסת, נכתב כי אדלשטיין לא מתכוון להעלות את נושא בחירת יושב ראש הכנסת החדש לסדר היום, זאת על אף שהסביר לו כי פסיקת בית המשפט העליון מחייבת אותו בכך. כעת יצטרכו השופטים להכריע האם לפעול נגד אדלשטיין ולהאשים אותו בביזוי בית המשפט. במקביל, בכחול לבן שוקלים לעתור גם כן, ולקדם הליך בחירת יושב ראש באופן מזורז. ובתוך כך יושב ראש כחול לבן גנץ נפגש לפני שעה קלה עם אדלשטיין וקרא לו, אפשר לקיים הצבעה עוד היום. השר אופיר אקוניס מהליכוד גיבה את יושב ראש הכנסת היוצא ואמר לאמיר איבגי, בג"ץ פוגע בריבונות הכנסת. היום עצוב לדמוקרטיה הישראלית. הריבון בישראל היא הכנסת. אם אנחנו לא נעמוד על עקרון הפרדת הרשויות, אנחנו נידרדר מהר מאוד למצב שאף אחד מאיתנו איננו רוצה בו. במד"א צפויים לפתוח בימים הקרובים שני מתחמי היבדק וסע חדשים. מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות מאיר מרציאנו. במגן דוד אדום נערכים להקים מתחמי בדיקה ניידים, שני מתחמים כאלו צפויים להתחיל לעבוד כבר בימים הקרובים, ובמד"א מכינים עוד חמישה מתחמים. יכולת הבדיקה תהיה 30 דגימות בשעה אחת. בין המקומים שנבחנים העיר מודיעין, בגלל היקף בדיקות רחב שמד"א מבצע שם בימים האחרונים, וכן ביישוב ערבי. בבית האבות נופים ששניים מדייריו נפטרו כתוצאה מנגיף קורונה טוענים כי משרד הבריאות מסרב לבדוק ולפנות שתי קשישות שפיתחו תסמינים, מדווח כתבנו יובל שגב. הקשישות בשנות ה-80 לחייהן נמצאות במצב סיעודי ופיתחו בימים האחרונים תסמינים משמעותיים של הנגיף. למרות הסיכוי שנחשפו לקורונה שכבר התפרצה בבית האבות והביאה למות שניים מדייריו, מסרבים במשרד הבריאות כך לטענת העובדים במקום. לפנות אותן לטיפול בבית החולים. ישנו חשש כבד מהידרדרות במצבן. בבריטניה, הנסיך צ'ארלס אובחן כחולה בנגיף קורונה. מצבו קל. כתב חדשות החוץ אבי גמולקה. הנסיך צ'ארלס גילה תסמינים קלים של המחלה בימים האחרונים, ובבדיקה נמצא נשא הנגיף, כך אישרה משפחת המלוכה. הנסיך בן 71 נכנס לבידוד בסקוטלנד עם אשתו קמילה, שלא חולה בקורונה. בשלב זה לא ידוע היכן יורש העצר נדבק בנגיף, משום שהופיע במספר אירועים ציבוריים בשבועיים האחרונים. מכאן למזג האוויר תחול ירידה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning broadcast on this Yom Kippur Katan, a day for uh, intense prayer and for some for fasting. Uh, final opportunity to fast because during the month of Nisan we do not fast. So I figured I'd point that out. Um, it's also Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh tonight. We'll start saying Yalav Yavo tonight. Tomorrow morning Shlomo Katz will be part of this program and we do a Hallel service together. Um starting at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And we will let you know exactly how to join in, both on Zoom and Facebook Live, and obviously our three primary avenues to tune in, our app, our website, and our uh, listen line. Mayor Weingarten, who is a dear friend, who has been uh, at my side for, oh my gosh, he nor I wants to admit how long. Uh, over 30 years, and is an amazing contributor to the Nahum Single Network on a regular basis, obviously the most obvious one with the Israel show on Mondays at uh, 9 a.m., and who is uh, one of the great experts on what's happening in Israel. He is with us live via telephone. Mayor Weingarten, shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Bokatov. Nice to speak with you. By the way, just... Uh, 
because it's the news that just came across, let me inform everybody that Prince Charles, who's 71 years old, now has coronavirus. So I guess one of the things we learned from this is that uh, no matter where you are in society, rich or poor, royalty or not, this thing does not discriminate. This thing does not uh, in any way play favorites. Uh, and I think that's one of the important lessons we should learn. By the way, you know, one of the things I wanted to discuss with you, let's do the technical first, then I'll tell you some of the, some of the questions that came up that I wanted to run by you. Uh, is, is there daylight saving time uh, tomorrow night for Israel or not? Yes. So that's it, this whole thing that they should delay it, which I thought was actually pretty logical. It, it just didn't happen? There weren't, weren't enough votes to make it happen? No, it wasn't a question of vote. It was actually a technical, uh, a technical issue. Uh, turns out that there are so many pre-programmed, computerized things throughout the country in every realm of society and production and industry and army and so forth that are set to switch that the, the fear, and this was a security issue, the fear was that uh, some of those systems would not be able to be pre reprogrammed right. fast enough. <laughs> Actually, that's very smart. I wonder who the first one was to think of that. <laughs> yeah, the National Security Advisor, they say, was uh, was the one who actually put the, the the kibosh on because everybody admitted that it was a good idea. Right, because one of the one of the things that's most frustrating during those years when we were just getting used to the new you know calendar set up for daylight savings time, there'd be a couple of weeks where, you know, the device I was using insisted it was a certain time when I knew it was actually actually off by an hour. Right, right. So, and that can be very and, frustrating. And, and there's, there's another, on the other side, on the pro side of, of keeping uh, standard time, right. was that the, the difficulties that we're going to have this year with the Seder, at least it would have started earlier, right. an hour earlier, so to speak. Now it's going to start an hour later, which will make it even more difficult. Right. But, um, you know, when it comes to security issues... Uh, it is what it is. I, uh, I I thought of that. I, that was the first thing I thought of, that finally, you know, they got the— It used to be, of course, the Seder was always on standard time in Israel. Right. Uh, only in the last few years it became, uh, you know, a daylight saving time. So I was thinking, oh, boy, what a break. They could actually start the Seder at a normal time, you know. Right. But it didn't work out. Um, so I, I thought of you this morning— um, the, the, I mean, look, I, I am running these things by you not to put you in a difficult position or to even get your opinion. I, I just I just find it fascinating some of the issues that are coming up because of the coronavirus. So I just you okay. know, I, I just wanted to you know sort of, you know, bounce them off of you and discuss them. But I am in no way <laughs> looking for you to, you know, uh, make a decision on something or anything like that. There has been uh, a, apparently some Orthodox rabbis have said that Zoom could be used for the Pesach Seder. Again, I'm not endorsing this. I'm just saying it's interesting that they've come out with this because if no one touches their devices, it would be a way for the elderly to participate. And in the article, it says the rabbis who are Sephardic began, meaning began when, and by the way, this has been, I think they've already reneged because of the pressure from other rabbis, but this is what they said. The rabbis who are Sephardic began by noting that many Sephardic and North African rabbis had permitted the use of electricity on Jewish holidays, including the first Sephardic Chief Rabbi of Israel, Rabbi Ben-Sion, Mayor Chai Uziel. You ever hear of him? <laughs> my, my mother's grandfather. Oh, I thought it was your grandfather. It was your mother's grandfather. My mother's grandfather, my great-grandfather, Rabbi Uziel. I, I mentioned this morning that uh, you know we're going to ask you this because of the family connection. Yes, thank you. I heard that, actually. <laughs> um, so a couple of things. First of all, Rabbi Uziel 
permitted turning on lights on Yom Tov. He has a, a psak uh, Not turning them off, right. but turning them on. Right. Uh, because if, and, and, and again, uh, it, it could be that he misunderstood electricity, and there is a claim that I've heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, that he, he retracted this psak and so forth. I don't know. All I know is there is such a psak in uh, in writing, right. and um, and if you understand that electricity is like fire, and it's there as a result of that, could be us on Shabbat, then it should be permissible on Yom Tov. I'm giving a very broad, this is not yeah. a halachic explanation, that's, whatever. But that's what I said. But, we're not we're not holding you to anything in this conversation. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a rabbi. I may play one on the radio, but I'm not, and so forth. So. Um, so that was his sakalach. Now, um, because it's like ma'avir age, right? Like you right. light one fire from another. Right. The, what I've seen so far about this, uh, this idea is not only Sardic rabbis, but that it's extremely, extremely uh, limited. Right. Only in dire situations where there's elderly people that are alone and, and, and nobody can come and make a Seder to people that can't make it on their own and right. so forth and so on. The, that was the situation. And then on top of that, you'd have to restrict yourself to make sure not to touch anything, not to, you know, there'd be, you know, guidelines that for a lot of families would right. be difficult to, to remember and difficult to implement. Right. Well, you know, probably the way to do it, if, if it would be permissible, would be to set up something, put it up on a shelf to tie up. So right. it's, and to to set it, you know, you set your iPad, let's say, or your computer to go off at a certain time. Right. And that'll be so it's only on, you know, at the beginning of the Chag, and then it goes off. Right. Unlike um, unlike uh, those who are outside of Israel. In Israel, the Chag is one day. Right. So it's not, you're not, you know, people might have a concern. It's going to go off at three days and so forth. Worst case scenario at Matzei Chag, which would be on uh, Thursday night in Israel, uh, you would shut it off. Right. But I, All right. I don't. You know, right. I don't want to. I don't want to go into too many details about this. I don't want anyone to think we're actually endorsing this practice or giving practical advice on it. I just found it or interesting. Not, or not endorsing it. We're, we're, right. You know, I, I found it interesting that it's being discussed. Simple yeah. as that. For for instance, I'll tell you. I found it interesting being discussed that that someone in Israel brought up. Uh, having two others, again, something that you know obviously is not going to happen. But I just found it interesting that this situation, you know, caused someone to think about. You know what? Maybe there's a halachic way to delay Pesach, which again I found interesting. I also found it interesting that there are people supposedly, and I don't know what level you know of, of ritual observance they are at. I have no idea. You know what what camp these rabbis come from. I have no idea. But there was a discussion about eliminating Yom Tov Sheni outside of Israel, because people are going to be quarantined, literally, with their families for 73 hours, and, you know, just as a chesed and a shasad chak like this, maybe we should, you know, allow people to at least, you know, connect with the rest of the world. Now, again, I'm not endorsing any of this. I'm not, we're not analyzing it. We're not giving tips on it. I just found it interesting that this coronavirus situation is opening up discussion on certain issues, the same way people are bringing up, you know, why don't the rabbis allow us to have a minion through Zoom? You know, I'm not saying right. I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying it's interesting that these issues are coming up. And these are challenging times for rabbis right. and leaders 
who uh, are called upon to lead. The uh, I was surprised because, I, I, as I say, I'm, I'm not a, a big London whatever. I was surprised to learn that there is in in halacha, and again, not applicable Correct. unless the rabbis declare it for our time. Right. But in in the in the olden days, the rabbis had the ability to add another. Adar, right. up until Rosh Chodesh Nisan, right. for example, if the roads were washed out, right. and that would prohibit people from coming to Yerushalayim, or the bridges were washed out, and there was a, a, a concern that people would, would get killed on the way to Yerushalayim. Right. So they added an Adar in order to give them time to repair the roads. So uh, it's not a, a totally out-of-the-blue crazy idea. Right, yeah. It has a halakhic precedent. That's, yes. what, that's what I find interesting. The uh, Mayor Weingarten is with us live via telephone. Um, all right, so now <laughs> now that we've covered some of the interesting questions that are coming up uh, because of this time uh, and the things that some of the rabbis have to consider, um, let's talk about uh, the political scene in Israel. We, we suspected, I think I'm speaking for the majority of people, we suspected that this situation, as the you know statistics continue to come out of Israel, forget about you know statistics from around the world, which are devastating, but even just based on this in Israel, we we conjectured that that both uh, primary candidates for the office of prime minister would make a deal this week to just form a unity government, and in the spirit of unity, you know, knowing knowing that this is a time that the that both the residents of Israel and the Jewish people need to see some type of unified effort, that they would make an agreement for a unity government. Are we anywhere close to that type of agreement? No, actually, breaking news: We are further than before. The uh, wow, wow! The Speaker of the Knesset. I, I I didn't catch the top of the hour beginning of the news, but the Speaker of the Knesset, Yuli Edelstein, uh, resigned about an hour and a half ago. Um, and as, it's a it's a genius play. He was he was instructed by the High Court to by the Supreme Court, excuse me, to um, to. Uh, Put, uh, get the Knesset together, convene the Knesset today, and force and allow a vote for a new speaker. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a unbelievable invasion of the legislative branch by the judicial branch. Right. And un- almost unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And Yuli uh, Edelstein said, and speaker of the Knesset, and remember, this is a very ideological person, this is a person who sat. In, in prison for years and years in, in the so, former Soviet Union right. for, his, for his ideology of Eretz Israel and his uh, wanting to go and make Aliyah and so forth. So he said, no, you don't have the right to tell me. I am the speaker of the elected body. And you, as the judicial judiciary, not, a non-elected, appointed position, you have no right to enter my purview. Mm-hmm. And so... It's his jurisdiction. Yes. And so um, he said he's not going to do that. Then, of course, the left was saying, well, now, you know, he's, he's, he's anti-democratic. Right. Democracy in Israel is falling apart. <laughs> so let, let's get the judiciary to take over. Wow. That's democracy for you. So um, what what ends up happening is like I said, he was for, he was told by by the Supreme Court that he must on Thursday today 
um, I'm sorry, on Wednesday, uh, convened the Knesset. So what he did was a brilliant move. He sort of convened the Knesset. He got up, gave a speech, said, I'm resigning. And the reason I'm resigning is because of this unprecedented invasion of the legislative, legislative branch by the judiciary. And, and he closed the session and then closed the Knesset, physically locked the Knesset. The idea is that, according to the rules of the Knesset, he now has 48 hours until his resignation comes into, into a force, and that means it's on Friday. Fridays they don't sit, Saturday they don't sit, Sunday they don't sit, so on. So he's now gained time until Monday. What, are they, what is he trying to do? Uh. The, the Blue and White Party... Benny Gantz, you know, is the head of it, Yari Lapid, Bogi Yalon, Gabi Ashkenazi, all these people, these are the heads of the party. They want to pass a law that will make it uh, illegal for someone to run for prime minister who is currently um, under indictment. <laughs> under indictment, <laughs> which is unbelievable. You talk about throwing out democracy, throwing out idea of innocent until proven guilty and so forth. So they want to pass this law. How are they going to pass this law? They don't have nearly enough votes unless the 15 Arab uh, votes of that United Arab list join in and and then they have 61 together with Lieberman and so forth. So this blue and white party that swore up and down a million times before the elections, that they will never base themselves on the United Arab parties, that they won't make a coalition or an agreement or, or rely on them. Over and over, I can't tell you how many times it was promised. It just turned around after the elections, broke their promise, and um, said to the people who voted for them, well, we think this is the right way to do it. They already relied on the United Arab Party, for uh, who came to the president and um, said we should you should um, give the job to Benny Gantz the job of uh, putting together the coalition so he now has the ball right and it's it's frustrating many Israelis now you have to understand this is not a racist issue or anything it, it, the, you have to understand that the United Arab Party is in part it's a coalition of several Arab parties and part of those are virulently anti-Israel. They, they probably shouldn't have been running in the first place, should have been illegal, but the same high court uh, allowed them to run. People that, aren't on, that have Knesset members whose hands the Blue and White Party are relying on to vote are people that have said that Hamas is legitimate, that, that, um, that terrorist activities against Jews in Yudan Shomron is a legitimate uh, uh, activity and a, a legitimate uh, violence. It's crazy that these people who don't believe in a Jewish state, who believe that the state of Israel should be a, uh, a one, one state with uh, relying on a majority rather than being a Jewish state, be a, a general secular state without any um, national identity. These are the people that they're relying on to vote in the Knesset and uh, against their own promise in addition to everything else. Will they, so, re- will they rely on them to form a government? 
they can't form a government otherwise. That's the funny thing. He has a mandate from the president to form a government, needing 61 votes. Right. But he doesn't have 61 votes. He he got the mandate by having everybody in in uh, the uh, Joint Arab Party to tell the president that they recommend him, but they but he won't go in with them. The uh, they won't go in with him. Probably. So so I, I okay. I misunderstood that. I thought he was asked because they thought the possibility of a unity government would be more likely if he would be leading the effort as opposed to Bibi leading the effort. But that has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it. And the president doesn't have that kind. I, I right. mean, he might officially, but he usually doesn't have that kind of latitude. Right. Uh, all right. So there's no unity government. So we have to stick with all the unity that uh, that we have outside of the Israeli government. It's, yeah, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's, uh, today's events probably made it more difficult. Unbelievable. And I think the people in Israel are are so upset and so fed up. Obviously, everybody's fed up with the guy he doesn't like. But you know. Right. <laughs> a lot of finger pointing, I'm sure. Uh, and a tense time, a tense time globally and obviously a tense time in Israel. Mayor Weingarten is with us Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. Okay, so now my final piece of my discussion with you. I asked you off the air, and I rarely would ask you anything off the air. Usually these questions are uh, you know, tossed at you completely unprepared because I just think that uh, you know, you're, you're qualified enough to do that, thank God. But in this in this case in this Thank case I, I thought I'd be a little bit more fair uh, to give you some time to think about it. Um, what pasuk? What pasuk? I said in Tehillim, but you indicated to me that you might turn to a pasuk that's not necessarily in Tehillim uh, in Psalms. What pasuk would best represent the times that we are in right now? I have my own thoughts about this, but frankly, I'm more curious about what you have to say about this. Um, okay, before I give you the answer, yeah. I it is it's so important for me to mention that what you're doing during this difficult time is just beyond amazing. Your calming and soothing voice, which is part of so many, so many, so many people's daily routine, is probably one of the things in the daily routine that's the only thing that's still there. <laughs> and And it is so special and precious and what you're doing with the voice, what you're doing with the time and the listener to, to, to devote it the proper way to, to, to um, use it in a way that is both with Shem Shemayim and also helping people get through it. such a difficult time is just, uh, you know, I, you know what I think of what you do. It, it, it's a holy work of Odat Kodesh. This is just uh, just shows how the support of what you've been doing all these years was always justified and, and especially justified now. Thank you very much, Mayor. I appreciate that. And back to uh, the Pasuk. Yeah. So um, I don't know that this is the best Pasuk to describe whatever, but it's something <laughs> that popped into my head. Let me hear. I'm very curious about this. <laughs> now, you, you know that in Hebrews, the, what when we talk about putting people in quarantine, right? Uh, in Hebrew, it's bidud, right? From badad would, alone. Would that Levad. would that be bet dalad vav dalad? No, bet dalad dalad. Oh, bet dalad dalad. Okay. And there were pictures being shown from all over the world of the biggest city, New York City, Times Square. Who knows how many hundreds of thousands of people? Empty, empty, center of. Europe, all the city centers, empty, empty. And I thought they're empty because everybody's sitting alone 
איכה ישרה בדד, העיר רבת ים. The cities, now this is a medrash, this is a medrash to Rabbi Meir, this is not pshad, pshad, but it hit me. Everyone is sitting badad. Everyone's alone, and the city is empty, empty. All these cities, the biggest cities in the world. And then I thought, from, I like to think, from a historic perspective, that pasuk was said by Yirmiyahu as the Bet HaMikdash was being destroyed, and the city that he was talking about, Yerushalayim, the center of the world, is now the rest of its children. Every, all the people of Israel, the nation of Israel, the, the Malchut, the, the, the kingdom, all destroyed, exiled, just decimated. And the, the, the horrible scenes that we, we know about that happened when we, were, when we were decimated, when the Mikdash was destroyed, when the Babylonians exiled our people and basically took apart the first state of Israel, were harrowing scenes, like Holocaust scenes that yeah. we know. Yeah. And now, on the other hand, we are at a time where the state of Israel is strong. It leads the world in, in what to do, both technologically and, and, and by example. And we, all of us, the Jewish people, have not devastation, but just the opposite. We are, Baruch Hashem, in a situation so much more different than what it was in the original Echai Rabbadad. So that's what I was thinking about. And so when you ask me about a pasuk, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, as usual. And I thank, thank you, you for that. By the way, I, I want to share with you a thought that I said on the air about two hours ago during bonus JM, um, before JM Nam actually started. Yeah. Be- because yeah you're, you're, by the way, you getting up at five in the morning to do JM DAM <laughs> is like is like going to Hashkama Minion during the summer. <laughs> you know, the only thing that bothers me about it, frankly, is it seems everybody I know is really, really sleeping much later than usual these days. Well, right. That's what I mean. It's like going to Hashkama Minion during the summer. You have a long day where there's not much you can really do. You can't, can't go to work, whatever, and you're going to Hashkama Minion. That's funny. Um, so what I, what I said was it hit me. It hit me, and I'm going to share this a million times with all with all my guests over the next couple of weeks, because I want there to be you know a focus on some hope. Uh, it hit me that um, obviously everyone, everyone, in my opinion, everyone is going to go through some level of loneliness this Pesach. Obviously, those who are alone, that's quite obvious. But even even for families, there are going to be people missing from the seder they would normally would have with them, and they'll you know be pining for the days when everyone could be together. Those who, frankly, go to Pesach programs and are and love the fact that they're part of a group of 500 people, you know, obviously, obviously miss that. And, you know, take it to whatever degree you want. Everyone is going to be experiencing loneliness this Pesach. And as we know, in Chutz Laaretz, I think we can make the same argument in Israel, but right now we'll use the example of Chutz Laaretz. In Chutz Laaretz, outside of Israel, um, we have a three-day yontif. We have a uh, Thursday, Friday yontif that goes into Shabbos. So it's a two-day yontif plus Shabbos, and then 
and the expression is three day under. Some people in my audience don't like that expression, but whatever. For now, for now, I'm using it. I get into trouble for everything there. What can I tell you? <laughs> well, you know, that, that unfortunately, people seem to have too much time on their hands. <laughs> no, that's, I get it. I get. I get it. And criticize you right, during but, these trying but, times. But people, people feel that it, it minimizes Shabbos when you say three day under when really okay. Shabbos. Okay, whatever it is. Okay. It is. So, okay. so we're going to use that expression. And why are we doing this? What what is one of the re- obviously we're doing this for our health and we're doing this to save the world, please God, you know, all of us together. But why are we you know, what's in our mind as we do this? What's in our mind is if we do this now, then please God, next year Pesach, you know, those of us who travel will be with the group that we're with. And those of us who invite relatives will have thirty people at the Seder. And those, you know, we want we we're we're doing this so that next year we could all be together. And, 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 and next year, being together would be the complete opposite of what we're going through right now. And if you look at the calendar, next year it's the exact opposite. It's Shabbos and then Yantif. We have we have mm. we have Shabbos Erev Pesach, and then outside of Israel, a two day Yantif, which means even on the calendar, when you get to March twenty sixth of twenty twenty one, or actually more accurately, Erev Pesach would be Shabbos, March 27th of 2021, it is the exact opposite of this year because this year it's Yuntif into Shabbos. So my blessing to everybody is that all of us should make it through this. <laughs> we should make it through this. And it does seem, based on the rabbinic response, that we are going to have a full three days outside of Israel, <laughs> probably without Zoom and probably without eliminating Yuntif Shani, etc., which, of course, we respect all the rabbinic decisions. But once we make it through this, please, God, with everybody uh, in this state of loneliness, to whatever degree they are, hopefully next year we will have the exact opposite and we will have a tremendous appreciation for being with the people who we want to be with during the holiday of Pesach. A good thought for Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan, I think. That uh, idea that you just uh, noticed on the calendar with that it's the opposite is brilliant. I appreciate that. That is really a uh, wow. What uh, a thought. So let's ho- let's hope it's exactly the opposite. And by the way, it, 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 it sort of works for Israel as well, because this year it is Yantif Cholomoyed into Shabbos, and next year it's Shabbos into Yantif. So again, it's not as drastic because of the direct opposite, but it's, again, right. calendarically you know, completely different, just the, re- the reverse yeah. calendarically. Right. Mayor, I, I, I could speak to you all morning, as you know. Thank you so much. And to keep 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 those psukim going. We haven't even discussed the psukim I wanted to cite, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, I I, I may I may just give you a couple of psukim off the air for you okay. for you to then analyze and go into depth for us because you know me I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it on the surface in a very shallow way. But you you can oh, you can, you could give us great insight and, and you know that I'm right, Mayor Tadaraba. We'll, we'll get Lior on the, on it. You think Dr. Lior Gottlieb is, is necessary now? You think we have to go to that level to bring him in on this? <laughs> I mean, you know, these are trying times. These, these are trying times. These are desperate times, Mayor. Desperate times, that's what I'm <laughs> we, we, well, Thank you. We may have to bring in a real expert, huh? <laughs> chazak, chazak ve'emat, and, and kelna rafanala rafainu Hashem v'nei rafay. Amen. Tadarabah, Mayor Weingarten. He's amazing, and I, I am glad he is with us for all these years, and I'm glad he's my friend, frankly. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM with 42 degrees. Afternoon showers today, a high of 48. Hello to everybody watching on Facebook Live, courtesy of the World Mizrahi Virtual Bait Midrash, and a big thank you to our friends at Mizrahi.
I wonder what the folks at Mizrahi thought when they when they decided to ask me if they could the simulcast uh, these two hours, seven to nine every morning. Like, I wonder what they thought. Those who you know may not hear you know the full show every single day in terms of what we we could offer. Because I'm really proud about the programming that we've been doing, and this segment with Mayor I think is is uh, right on those right right along the same path of. Um, of giving some uh, some some thoughts and some inspiration to this audience, so I thank them for sharing it with their virtual Beit Midrash around the world, and I thank everybody who's tuned in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. And a special thank you to those who uh, who donated to our uh, foundation at fjbunity.org. People donated to the foundation in memory of my father, whose yard site was yesterday, and who publicly lauded the work we do here at JMNAM every single day, and I thank you for that. It was very meaningful, and you know who you are. Some of the people who donated yesterday were uh, and continue to be really, really dedicated listeners who are unabashedly um, telling the world about how great this program is, and I thank you for that. And anybody who would like to participate and keep us going, fjbunity.org fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zev, and Zechonishmas Esther Bas, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We say in Tehillim, Mimizrach Shemesh Ad Shem Hashem. Mimizrach Shemesh, from the time that the sun shines, Ad until the time that the sun goes down, Mehulol, do we praise the Shem Hashem? The Baal Shem Tov comments that in life, there are times that are Mizrach Shemesh, time when the sun is shining, when all is going well, when the world is quiet, when things are going good in the stock market. At that time, I praise Hashem. I thank Hashem for all the good. I thank Hashem for every blessing that we have in the world, that I have in my family. However, the Baal Shem says, there's also a period of time when things seem to be a bit unsteady, when things are a bit challenging, when things are not certain. At that time, I will be Mahulol Shem Hashem because I realize that all that happens in this world is according to the divine providence, to the divine plan. At this particular time, when Klal Yisrael and the entire world is in a topsy-turvy type of a situation, we realize that it is the extension of the plan of Shomayim. We realize that in some way we are supposed to be getting closer to Hashem, that we're supposed to reach higher, and that all of us should introspect and try whatever we can do to become a little bit better. Yesterday, I received a call from an individual that told me that he used to be religious, but he's not anymore. He told me that during this time, he began to think things over, that perhaps he wasn't a thousand percent right in all of his decisions, and maybe he should have stayed a little bit more with the observance and the traditions. He asked me what I think you should do. I told him that every person, they can turn from east to west 
in one moment, in one turn, in one dre, in one hafacha. I told him that in one second, he can begin a life of observance. He only has to make that first move. He said, Rebbe, tell me what should that move be? And I said to him, if you're asking me, our entire faith is based upon Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. At least take on, just say the Shema. Say the Shema with all your heart. Say the Shema with your entire neshama. Say the Shema with all of your might. And that'll be your first step towards observance. This man broke down. And he said to me the following. The first thing that he did, that he can remember, that stopped when he started to go away from religion, was he didn't pray anymore. And one thing that he was very careful to say was the Shema. Everybody in the entire world at this time, we are reaching higher. We're striving closer and closer to be proper children to Hashem. We should all say Shema. And when we say Shema, we should have every single member of Klal Yisrael in the entire world, in our heart and in our mind. Yakiru v'yedu kol May all the inhabitants of the entire world know, perceive, and understand that Hashem is King. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik, wishing good health in Arichas Yomim to each and every one in the Klal and in the entire world. Have a nice day. Melech
Words that um, uh, Rabbi Goldwasser just spoke about, Shema Yisrael. It's Mordechai and David, of course, with that classic here at the JM. And before that rebone done by Yedidya Mayer outside, out of Israel, rather. Uh, Yedidya Mayer with the uh, selection rebone here at JM. And my thanks to Mayor Weingarten. Coming up about 12 minutes from now, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz is scheduled to join us. He is... Um, of course, general editor at uh, Art Scroll, and uh, they are communicating with the Jewish world in a unique fashion these days, uh, communicating some uh, special gifts that they have designated for the Jewish world during these times. We'll explain that uh, coming up here at, um, at JM in the AM. Uh, this portion of uh, NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausages in Delhi is the World's best serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. It's a great dinner, by the way. A&H hot dogs, families together. You want to give them that uh, that um, casual atmosphere for one of the family dinners uh, one night. Toss in some A&H hot dogs with some great hot dog buns, and you're all set. Look at that. I'm giving tips. I am giving tips on preparing meals. For one's family. Whoever would have believed that. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Malcolm Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Tomorrow, Shlomo Katz will join us. We'll do Hallel together at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Again, Hallel together at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. I thank Shlomo Katz in advance for that, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Hallel together, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Obviously, Tune into JM and the AM. Uh, if you're on our email list, you will get an invite code for the uh, Zoom that'll be taking place uh, during Hallel at 8 a.m. Um, so if you if you're on our email list, no problem. If you're not, email Avrami immediately. Tell him to please put you on the list. It's uh, af at nachomsegel.com. Af at nachomsegel.com. Erev Rosh Chodesh Nissan on this Wednesday here at JM&AM. We'll start saying Yalaviyavo tonight. Keep that in mind. This is the brand new video from Simcha Liner. Perfect for these crazy times. It's called We Go On at JM and the AM. Shaking to the core They can hurt, they can maim We'll be here just the same Standing the way we were before We go on Yes, we go on There is nothing we can overcome We are strong Yes, we are strong Holding firm and our troubles will be gone
Jam in the AM with David Lowy wrapping up the hour. Uh, there he is with the Shiru at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard Shlomo Katz, Makolenu, important words for these times. And tomorrow, Shlomo Katz will be doing Hallel with us. We're going to lead Hallel service together with everybody starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Shlomo Katz will be in Israel, and he will join us uh, musically to make an even uh, nicer and more beautiful Hallel service for Rosh Chodesh morning right here at JM and the AM. Simcha Liner before that with We Go On. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Also, I want to welcome our friends from World Mizrahi, the World Mizrahi Virtual Beit Midrash, um, starting with the, uh, with the crisis of Corona, is carrying us every single weekday morning between 7 and 9. They've got the final two hours of JM and the AM between 7 and 9 a.m. Uh, so I welcome those of you around the world who are tuned into their Facebook Live and are in their virtual Beit Midrash as this audience, uh, through all these different means, continues to expand and expand Baruch Hashem. Uh, with us live via telephone is Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, president of Art Scroll Masora, and you know how influential and incredible a uh, publishing house and outfit Art Scroll Masora is. Many of you are uh, aware of the fact that they have been doing some amazing things for people around the world at this time, and we will explain exactly what I mean with Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning to your wonderful listeners. First, I must begin by um, telling everyone that our thoughts and our prayers are tfilos, I was everyone in Kalal Yisrael, everyone around the world, and we're doing whatever we can to make it easier for people during this time of crisis in their tefillah and in their Torah learning. And that's obvious from some of the things that you're doing. Um, uh, there are certain downloads you have made available for free uh, for people. I know certain rabbis have included uh, those downloads in their emails to their congregations just to make it easier for people to daven or for people uh, to study Torah, etc. Uh, what are among some of the things that Art Scroll is now offering uh, to make life a little bit easier for people around the world? So my dear friend of Shalom Baum from TNET called me a few weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago on Friday, <clears throat> asking me that, you know, that was at that time that the New Rochelle community and the TNET community was under lockdown. Right. You know, they told people not to go out of the houses for Shabbos, and now it's spread, as we know, around the world. And uh, Rav Shalom suggested that we make available the Parsha Tashavua uh, from the Stone Chumash for people to have at home. They could print out before Shabbos. Nice. And we did that for the past two weeks. This, way we, this week for Vayikra, <clears throat> we're expanding that download from the English Stone Chumash to the French edition to the Spanish edition of the Chumash, also, our new Unclus and our new Chumash with teachings of the Talmud, all of that will be available for free um, from a banner on our homepage, com a little bit later today. We just want people to have what they're used to seeing, expand their learning, being able to sit at home and, you know, study the Pashas HaShavua um, on the level that they used to every week when they go to shul. Unbelievable. What a great service, and we laud you for that, and... Uh... It's incredible. I'm sure the it's being downloaded, all the things you mentioned, in record numbers. Also, we know that there are many siyumim, maybe not with the traditional minion that we're used to, but many siyumim are going to be taking place uh, two weeks from today. That's the uh, day traditionally, Erev Pesach, 
uh, reserved for Tanis Bechorim, and the Siyam again is uh, something that traditionally takes place in shul. <clears throat> Obviously, this year people will follow what their rabbis tell them. But I believe I read that with the Siyam in mind, you're actually offering a full Masechto. Am I right about that? A, a full Masechto for those who want to study this in the next couple of weeks? Yes. Yeah, so what we did was around a week and a half ago, we offered on our app, on our digital app, anyone could download any volume of anything we have on the app, which includes Mishnah, Talmud, they could download for free. We did encourage people to choose a short Masechta so that they could start something and finish in time for the Siyam. Right. But we expanded that offering over the last few days. A Mayor Pasternak, who takes care of our digital um, library, uh, made available um, the programming that now anyone could download the Artscroll digital app and get 30 days for free of the entire app, everything that's available. That includes the Shatnasim Talmud in English, most of it in Hebrew, the Mishnah Elucidated, Daily Dose of Torah, Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, and many, many other volumes people could access now for free for the next 30 days. All they have to do is go to the App Store, download the app, and when they choose on the monthly subscription, they will get 30 days for free to access all the learning that they want to do. And uh, Reb Gedalia, you know how frustrating it sometimes can be and challenging for parents who want to help uh, their children keep <clears throat> up keep up with their Gemara studies and other Judaic studies. And sometimes, depending on one's background, it can be a very difficult task. This is a golden opportunity for people to download the uh, the English version, so to speak, and, and different things that you're offering on the app in order just to make life at home a little easier and more comfortable. Correct. Correct. That's why we're trying to make as much as possible available. I know today also the Mayatis Gedalia Torah and others are encouraging everyone around the world to say certain um Kapitluch of Tehillim at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be posting that as well. I believe they want people to say that together with Achenu Gobeis Yisrael. And all this will be available on our homepage within the next few hours. Yeah. We've been getting a tremendous amount of requests from people asking about making copies. And we've been as flexible as we can be with people who we know are stuck at home and just are trying to use our resources for their own Torah learning for themselves, for their children, for their friends. And we're happy to be here for Klal Yisrael. We're doing our best. Rev. Gedalia Zlatowicz with us, president of Arts Girl Masora. By the way, based on the email we got, uh, what you're referring to correct is at 11.30 uh, Eastern Time this morning, Tehillim chapters 13, 20, 91, 112, 120, 121, 127, and 130, followed by Avinu Malkenu, followed by Achenu Beis Yisrael, and at 12 noon, uh, Kabbalos Ol Malchus Shemayim, Nishmai Yisrael, and other prayers recited at the end of Ne'ilah on Yom Kippur. And of course, the, the theme here is unity. The theme is the same time. And as you just said, you're going to be making this available for those who uh, may not have it in their own home. Correct. Also, Nachim, just one more thing. Uh, we know that many of the stores around the country, the Judaica stores, unfortunately had to close their doors for now. Right. And as a public service, especially people are going to be home for the first time ever making Pesach, and they don't have Machzorim, they don't have Haggadis, or any of their other Judaica needs, whether it's Seder plates, matzah covers, afikoman bags. So we're offering on our website free shipping without any minimum. Many people are taking advantage 
of ordering even one Haggadah, one <laughs> Seder plate, just to fill their needs. Right. And, you know, the shipping costs are very expensive. We're taking care of all that for people. Just we want people to have a way to have what they need to at least make the Yom Tov as enjoyable as possible. So artscroll.com. All orders include free shipping from now until Pesach. Yeah, and I'm going to reiterate that. there is. Some people may think that there are only certain items. Everything that people order from your website is free shipping between now and Pesach. Simple as that. Whether it's a $2.99 family Haggadur or a set of shafts, it doesn't make a difference. All shipping is free. They can sit at home, they can order what they need, and it will arrive in a few days. Now, um, <laughs> as someone who relies on it to continue our operation and relies on the corporate world in addition to the uh, generosity of sponsorships uh, that my listeners know for the last 35 years, I uh, I wonder how you, Rev. Gedalia Zlotowicz, and your staff are dealing with the current situation. You have a, a, a similar model where you uh, ask people to dedicate works and at the same time of course you uh, ask people to buy and support uh your efforts uh, through their purchases uh can one keep an operation like art scroll going during these difficult times well um due to the internet and email most of our people are able to work at home baruch hashem they could be in a safe environment whether it's the writers or the editors and we're very happy about that so we are keeping the project moving along our factory in new jersey in where we moved to rawway new jersey is open although there is a shutdown manufacturing in new jersey is allowed to stay open so our factory is open and the printing and the binding and our shipping room is open and we're grateful to all those people who are still coming into work obviously being as safe as can be with masks and uh, washing their hands and keeping their distance. But Baruch um, Hashem, they're coming into work. They understand the importance of our work, and Kali Yisrael should be grateful to them for doing that. You know, you you just uh, you just hit on something I wasn't even thinking about. In, in order to do shipping at the magnitude that you're now doing, you need a lot of people to help you out. You need, you need a staff that's not just dedicated but really – working hard and at the same time safeguarding their own health as as best as possible. Exactly, exactly. And they understand their importance, and we're really grateful to them. They're fantastic people. Unbelievable. And I'm sure the consumers out there are going to be very grateful to Art Scroll uh, once all this ends. And remember the loyalty that you've had to the worldwide Jewish community during this crisis uh, I have to ask you, even though even though it's not really our topic, I have to ask you only because I'm so excited about them, uh, about some of the recent books. And I do have to. I also have to remind our listeners, in addition to everything, and I hate to do this, folks, because I just said how important it is to support Art Scroll. But the bottom line is, if you use the promo code Radio, Art Scroll is committed to uh, honor the 15% discount. Uh, that everybody has. And right now, of course, on the Rebbitson Young Grice book and on by Crohn's brand new book for the Seder. Um, uh, you could use promo code radio uh, to enjoy that discount. Obviously, the free shipping is across the board, as Rip Gedalia said. Uh, let, let's start with the uh, Rebbitz and Jungreis book. I mean, I, I mentioned on the air, and I'm, I'm sure you heard the interview uh, with the Gertzelins, how incredible it is and how for somebody like myself who grew up hearing her name at the Friday night Shabbos table on a regular basis, it was really an amazing look at the history. Uh, how is it doing? What has the response been to the book about the life of Robertson Youngrise? The, the response has been exactly what we expected. Robertson Youngrise has touched the lives of so many 
tens of thousands of people. And, you know, not only the people that she touched, but now you look at their next generation, right. how it affected them and their children and their grandchildren. She really was the Rebetzin of Klau Yisrael, as Rebetzin Kanievsky Aler Shalom called her. Right. And when you have a book like this that everyone just feels connected, you know, no matter what part of Klau Yisrael you are, where you grew up, what your background is, this is a book that will touch your heart, the messages, the Torah in there, her life, how she, one person, you know, we always spoke about many times about my father's atzal, how one person can change the world. Yep. Here is one person who was at the forefront of the Kiruv movement before it was popular, who took out Madison Square Garden when people <laughs> thought she was crazy. How in the world are you going to get thousands of Jews together? And it was sold out. You could not get a ticket to get in. And she's standing on stage. And just that moment, imagine that moment, what was going through her mind, coming from where she came, surviving the Holocaust and coming to America. It's, it's a must read. It's over 650 pages. It's a perfect book for being stuck at home. <laughs> filled with, filled with pictures of the Rebbitson of together with all different personalities and her family. It, it, it's, it's such a perfect time for this book to have come out, especially Pesach time when right. we speak about Yetzirah Mitzrayim and the Geula of Klal Yisrael to think about what she accomplished. Very exciting. Reb Gedali, doing great. Reb Gedali, I like that ad campaign. Perfect book to be stuck at home with. That's, a, that's I like that campaign. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, my father, <laughs> my father used to say sometimes, people look at books like Cold Cut. The thicker it is, the better it is. <laughs> I like <laughs> but that. But here you have 650 pages where each page, Nachman Seltzer did a fantastic job capturing the essence of the rabbits and the Torah of the rabbits and and you will not be the same person when you finish the book. You'll just be a better person. Rev. Gedalia Zlatowicz is with us, uh, Art Scroll Masora, talking about some of the uh, amazing things that are going on there. By the way, that chapter on the garden, I told my kids, if you don't read the whole book, you got to at least read that. And, of course, with the magnitude of what she accomplished, it's extremely inspiring. And I'll say the same thing to this audience. Pick up the book and at least read that portion. You're going to see groundbreaking uh, stuff that took place. And, by the way, I, sa- I think I said this on the air. Maybe not. Maybe I told Robert Gertzlin off the air. But the the photographs are amazing because every time you think they're telling a story that's exaggerated, they have an actual photograph of the episode to prove that it was 100 percent true. Yeah, and that's really okay. great. And I'm and I'm, I'm and I'm sure that helps sell books as well. It's a lot of great pictures and a lot of great memories through those pictures that people can see uh, when they open up the book. Correct. Yeah, we worked very hard on some of them. Were very old pictures. We had to mm. enhance them. But Ellie Crone did a great job, and they're beautiful. You just see, the, you know, you see this woman who came, who was a Holocaust survivor, together with presidents, prime ministers, world leaders. Yeah. They were all in awe of her. Right, it's funny. It. I use that example. Like when you read this book, I said to my kids, "You're not going to believe that she actually stood with the president of the United States." But there's a picture of her standing with the president of the United States. So that's, right. that's a great proof. Uh, the other one, of course, uh, Rabbi Crone, and we had him here. I don't know if you had a chance to to listen in, but my gosh, he he connects with this audience so incredibly well, and that's the thing he connects, as you know, with the worldwide Jewish audience so well. You know what it is about his book, by the way, and it's called um, uh, At the Magid Seder. Everybody, again, artscroll dot com. Use promo code radio. Uh, what's amazing about the book is when you know you know what it's like sitting in one of his lectures. You cannot help but leave inspired. 
He does the same thing in print. I don't know how somebody can, you know, write the way he does and get us to have that amazing feeling when we finish it, you know, as, as if we sat there and were mesmerized by his speech. Totally. His, his optimism jumps off the page. Yeah. Every page is a fantastic story. The beauty of this Haggad, and it, it really, it, it, people, it's just flying off the shelves of our office, is that it really speaks to everyone. It's something, you know, sometimes some Haggadists are very lumpish, and sometimes they're very drush. And here you have a God that's beautiful stories with a Torah thought that you could say over to anyone at the Seder table. It's going to be a very interesting Seder this year for many people, different. Yep. And I really feel that this Haggadah will hit home with anyone, just to pick it up. And this, every piece could be said over to anyone listening, anyone sitting at that table with you. I encourage everyone to purchase to get this Haggadah, we're still shipping. It will arrive in time. If you live in a neighborhood where you could go to a store, go to your local store. If not, we are ready, and our staff is ready to ship to you whatever you need. And you give a really important uh, piece of advice on the top of your website, which is, I mean, and this is the reality we're in now, you, you have no idea how long it may take for that box to get to someone's home because we know that, you know, it, companies around the around the around the uh, country are going through the same thing. Uh, so if people would order it today, obviously there's more of a chance, and and you could almost guarantee they're going to have it before Pesach. My my point is anybody who's inspired by your words to get to the website and order um, uh, different items, to, uh, you know, should do it now. Should do it now to ensure delivery, and this way will enhance their holiday. Yeah, listen. Once someone's going to order it and need it, and they want to have it in time for Pesach, right. please don't delay because. We don't know how long we could operate. Baruch Hashem, every day is a bracha that we could stay open and come in. But as we've learned, minute to minute, things are changing. Uh, the free download of Yom Kippur Katan is also there. If people go to artscroll.com, they'll see it. That's obviously for today. And uh, and as you as you mentioned and as we discussed, there are so many uh, offerings, including the 30-day trial on the app, uh, that gives people just a, a an endless, thank God, an endless uh, choice of uh, mesechtos and different... Uh, uh, and different Art Scroll uh, books and Sfarim to choose from, and people should take advantage of that and go to artscroll.com for details. Uh, Reb Gedalia, anything else you'd like to add? I just want to add to wish everyone a chakashe v'sameach. We're going through challenging times. The main thing is to be optimistic, to have emuna and betochen in Hashem. More than ever now, we know Hashem is with us. We don't know why He's doing what He's doing, but we know He's at our side and Hashem, who's the Shoma Yisrael, will protect us. And just be optimistic for the people around you. Show that we believe in the Rabbeinu Shalom. Everyone should have a good yontif and be safe and be healthy. Amazing. Thank you, Rabbi Gedalia, and you and your family and everybody at Artscroll as well. Stay healthy and a chag kosher v'sameach. And thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Nachum. Be safe. Wednesday morning, Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. You are listening to JM in the AM.
sometimes when you're feeling all alone you need some happiness to call your own nothing is going the way it should you're trying to do the best you could lift up your eyes to the sky your life's in his hands trust in him he will reply guiding all your steps always at your side you are his joy and pride and don't you know you're never alone it doesn't matter where you are there's nothing When you're feeling all alone You need some happiness to call your own Nothing is going the way it should You're trying to do the best you could Lift up your eyes to the sky Your life's in his hands Trust in him He will reply Guiding all your steps, always at your side. You are his joy and pride. And don't you know you're never alone? It doesn't matter where you are. There's nothing in his eyes more special than you.
נתת לי, ביקשתי בית עם המון ברכה, ממשפחה. את הפנסה, נתת לי, את הביוב, נתת לי, וגם את כל החסד בחיי, עד מדי. אני יודע שיש עוד דבר, והוא בעצם העיקר. נתת לי בנים, נתת לי בנות, אני מאוד רוצה מכל אחד לרוב, הרבה נחת, הרבה נחת. J.M. and the A.M. with Harbei um, Nachat done by a Simcha Liner. Before that, you heard uh, Avram Fried by request. You're never alone. What an important message during these times. I want to welcome the folks from World Mizrahi, those who are tuned in on Facebook Live on the virtual Beit Midrash of World Mizrahi during this time of uh, coronavirus. Reminder, Shlomo Katz with us tomorrow, a musical Hallel. Shlomo Katz with us tomorrow, musical Hallel, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, right here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Um, well, one of, the, um, one of the people that for us is synonymous with the holiday of Pesach is uh, the beloved Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, God bless him. 
leader of Bris Avram. We are encouraging those out there who would like to support an organization that is going to make sure still that people have what they need for the Pesach Seder, even though they may not be at the, at the actual Bris Avram Seder this year. Uh, and we want to uh, encourage those who um, want to be part of the mitzvah of the thousands and thousands of pounds of matzah that uh, Rabbi Kanelsky distributes, uh, all the incredible work he does even besides all that. But Erev Pesach, you can imagine how busy they are at Bris Avram. And this year, a different type of busy because everyone's had to make adjustments to come up with a new system of doing things. Uh, you, go to the, you, know, you can go to the web, Bris Avram. You can just search Bris Avram brisavram.org, or you can uh, dial 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. We will continue to encourage people to support Rabbi Kanelsky's important work. The uh, founder and director of uh, Brisavram, Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, welcome back to JM in the AM. We should start with this. Obviously, I know that there are hundreds of people every year at the a Pesach Starim that you arrange uh, not only in the Hillside Elizabeth area, but many other areas as well. Uh, and this year, obviously, it seems, unless, please God, we have a miracle in the next couple of days, it seems that's not going to be possible. So you have to make an adjustment. Tell us what you've done to to make people feel like it's a Pesach Seder as best as you can. Number one, we made a brochure, and we send out to each person in the Russian Jewish community it's a Pesach guide that gives you the ability to understand and to know what has to be done for Pesach. In that brochure is also Ishtar Mechiras Chometz, that people should be able to sell the Chometz, but side by side, they have also the ability to know what has to be done for the Pesach Seder, starting with inquiring Shmur We are sending out hundreds of pounds of Shmur by UPS. They're coming, they're picking up the boxes, and this being sent to every single family who we have a contact that we're sending them Shmura Matzah. It's incredible because you have to call before. Yep. Many people changed their location where they are. And every day I'm sitting on the phone and calling people. There is a few people who were living here who went to be with relatives in Florida, right. who went to be with relatives in different states. Then you call them and you say, where is your address where you're going to celebrate Pesach? Rabbi, as of now, I'm here. As of now, I'm here. I'm sending you the matters wherever you are. <laughs> then if you change the location, make sure you're taking your belongings, you're taking your matters with you. Uh, and we should also mention that if someone needs more uh, than the typical matzah, grape juice, um, you know, different things that uh, that are usually provided. Rabbi Kanelsky and his staff make sure that those families or individuals have it as well. Just in the Seder that you lead, I know there are others, in the Seder that you lead every year, usually there are about how many people? It depends. A hundred people. There could be a hundred. But it's, it's be very, very sad this year not to make a piece of Seder for the community. Uh you know, it's something that was done for 40 years. And you're thinking to yourself, what will be done with these people? And you're calling them. Many of them are just the phone call gives them some spirit of leave of life. When you're calling up a person and you're saying to him a good word, and 
at the moment when the rabbi calls that person, he feels he's not alone. As you said just now, by request, Abraham Fritz's song, you're not alone. Right. We know that we're not alone. We all are united. Am Yisrael was always united. We know we have a father in heaven. The Rebbein Shalom, our father, thinks about us. Physically, our job is to give support and chizuk one to another. One person helps another person. Maybe you cannot physically go to that person. Not just you cannot, you should not, because you're not allowed. But through the phone call, through today's technology, and through Skype and all that things that there is in this world, our job is to utilize the gashmis that there is to ruchnis. Matter of fact, you know, Every time when I'm calling you in a month in advance and I'm saying to you, Nochem, when will be the day that we will talk on the phone? I'll, I'll, that's the first time on the phone. Usually I'm coming to Manhattan. Right. And last time you made all the arrangements, I should be able to download a minion right. before. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the minion later. But today, the, the Hayom Yom, the Rebbe's book that the Rebbe gave for every single day a message. Today is Hoftes, the 29th day of the month. Right? And what says today? HaKadosh Baruch Hu Baruch created the world and all the Dvorim Gashmim from Ayn Vayesh, from nothing became everything. Was the job from a Jew to elevate that and to make every single thing a vessel for Ruchnis. Then today, the Skype and the telephone is the vessel that we are calling each one another and saying to the person a good word. By the way, I don't know if it was mentioned to you, but not, but I personally would like to say on behalf of everybody who I know, your music today in the morning is the greatest chizuk that just could be. Because when a person wakes up in the morning and he looks around him and he says, I'm back in that same place where I was yesterday. And you open it, you, you turn it to the, to, the, to the website and you hear how you are giving music to everybody. How important is you be starting the day with a smile. The whole day goes differently. The whole day goes differently. You don't know what you, how much of Avas Yisroel, how much of Chesed that you do every single day. Well, I appreciate that. And I hope that people are getting the chizuk that we hope they are getting. Difficult times, to say the least. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky with us live via telephone and uh, Briss Avram, 908-289-0770, brissavram.org. Now is a very good time of year to support their amazing work. I didn't even think when you and I discussed yesterday and you just mentioned on the air, obviously no Pesach Seder this year, meaning no community Pesach Seder this year. I never even thought about the fact that you've been doing it for 40 years. That every single year for 40 years, in, in multiple locations, you've encouraged people to come and be part of it. And you are going to miss it, and they are going to miss it. Yesterday, by dinner, I was sitting, me and my wife, and the children that are here, that are if, if not from Yeshiva, I mean from Yeshiva, but they're here home now with us. And each one remembered how they were standing on the stage and saying the Arba Kashes, the four <laughs> questions, when they were children. And they remembered how they were singing with everybody, the Hisha Omdala, the Saint of Olono. And then they were going around and, 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 and making sure that everybody has Shmur And my older son, 
he still remembers that when we had this host, the great merit, the Rebbe used to give us two pounds of masa. I mean, this is something unique. The Rebbe used to give a matzah mitzvah. This is, this, I, I assume this, Erev, I was just going to say an Erev Pesach, right? Erev Pesach, Achar Chatzos, the matzah that the Rebbe baked, the Rebbe damned Mincha, and after Mincha, the Rebbe used to say the Korban Pesach, and then the Rebbe was standing in his holy room by the door, and all the people that made communion storim used to pass by by the Rebbe, and the Rebbe used to give to each one a package of two pounds of matzah yeah. to distribute it to each person by the night of the Seder. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is something unique. What I have until today, I have the, the, the white strings that the Rebbe gave me the last time, the matzahs. And the white string is something that is the the, the stricula, I don't know how to say it in English, the string that is connected yeah, to the, the holding. That held the matzah together, right? Correct. Yeah. The, the, and that is the, this string is still with me because this is something unique. And I had the privilege to come every day and then every every year of Pesach. And then we used to go back to New Jersey and always was traffic. Always was traffic. And we used to think, <laughs> how are we taking? I'm taking Broom Street, I'm taking Canal Street. No, maybe maybe I take the Varizano Bridge. Maybe that will be better. That there was no way. Twenty nine years ago, thirty years ago, forty years ago was no way. And the radio ten ten news says one way and eight eighty says a different way. And you're praying to God and you're like, oh God, just come let me come home. And be able and be able to go to the to Daminha with, uh, with everybody. <laughs> Rabbi Mordechai Kadelsky is with us. Uh, we'll talk in a minute about uh, the great equalizer that this Yuntif is, and I'll explain to you what I mean in a minute. But first, I'm curious. You know, there's a, there's a video going around of Natan Sharadsky giving advice about what it's like to be isolated, and of who who better than him, of course, to give advice about how to deal with it. I'm just curious what you thought of the video. I love the video. I, 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 uh, there is a lot of me- there's a there's a five messages that he gives. Right. And I want to tell you, uh, a few of those messages, I identify myself because he was in jail nine years. Right. I was hiding for a year and a half in a cellar. Right. My parents were refusing for seven years. And you know, when you think about that, and as and again, as I mentioned to you, how we used to put away the masses. Uh, uh, for, uh, that used to get for Pesach Shania from the Russian government, right. and we used to put them away to house it for next year. Right. I spoke yesterday with my parents. They should be healthy and gesund. I spoke with them from Israel. I spoke with them from Israel, and uh, and I uh, said, how's the preparation for Pesach? They say, well, this will be the first time we're making Pesach by ourselves. Whew. First time. It will be me and you, me and me and me and me and Bobby and Bobby and me and, and we'll sit together and we'll have the Pesach Seder. And we will remember how we were hiding to make the Pesach Seder then. You know, for them, for my father, that since we came to Israel 50 years ago, we celebrated 50 years since we left Russia, 1970. We came to Israel the night of, um, of Tainus Esther. That is when we came to Israel 50 years ago. Two weeks ago, we celebrated 50 years being, being built from the moment we, we touched the Holy Land. Wow. I mean, this is something my father never missed down with a minion. 
The, I mean, he, he, he is devastated. We're talking here about people that for 50 years they made everything around just to make sure they're down with a minion, just to make sure they go to the mikve every single day. We are in, a, in a, such a bitter ghost, such a bitter ghost. We cannot go to the mikve. We cannot down with a minion. And, and with them, we, we are fulfilling the mitzvah, the mitzvah of Ushmartem and Nafsir Seichat. There's a famous story about the two brothers, Rebelech Milisinsk, that his yorset was just last week. Anapoli, I'm sure you heard them about these two people. Sure, I've heard of them, but I don't know the story. The story is they were, they, the government put them in jail. And the government made sure that in that jail, that they were put in one room, there is also there the bathroom was in the same room. Then one of the brothers was sitting and 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 uh, was crying that he cannot daven. Says the other brother to him, I don't understand. The same Rebbeinu Shloim who commanded us to daven, the same Rebbeinu Shloim commanded us that if there is such a thing, we cannot daven. Mm-hmm. The same, the same Rebbeinu Shloim. Now we are fulfilling a mitzvah of the of of not of 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 of, of not saying God's name in a place that you're not allowed to mention God's name. Right. And that brought them to Asimcha. Then they together started to dance. That now, the first time they could do a mitzvah, that is completely the opposite. Right. The, gover- the guard from the, uh, from the door saw that these two Jews are dancing. And he asked them why. Then they showed that on the bathroom. Because of that, they're dancing. Oh, you're dancing because of that? Let me throw you out to a different room that there is no bathroom. <laughs> and they started to, to the other ability to go down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we should change our situation as quickly, please God. <laughs> oh man. And get back oh, and get it's... and get back to the shuls. But maybe that's part of the challenge. You know, people are wondering that there's a mitzvah, Samachta Bhagekha, right? There's a mitzvah to be happy on Yantif. And obviously people are anticipating how happy can I be? I'm, no matter who it is. They're in a different situation than they thought they would be. No matter who out there is listening right now, everybody is going to be in a different situation than they thought they would be um, this coming Pesach. But maybe that's it. Maybe the, the Vesamachta and the happiness should be that we are fulfilling God's command to the nth degree. Maybe. Who, do we, who are we to know God's, uh, uh, God's thoughts? Yeah. The, Rambam, the, Rambam says, the Rambam says in the Alter Rebbe, he's mentioning that in Tanya, yeah. It's not not our thought is the way the thought of the Rebbeinu Shloim, right. and maybe that's the not maybe definitely is the last test that the Rebbeinu Shloim is giving us, and the Rebbeinu Shloim will definitely fulfill his promise as it's being brought down in the Gemara, Benison Nigavu or Benison Asidom Higoyo. The first redemption was in Nisan, and the last redemption will be in Nisan, and we feel hope and pray and confidence in God. Benison Zemamash. And we don't have to wait till Nisan. Today is already Erev Rosh Nisan. And today is Erev Rosh Chodesh. And in Eretz Yisrael, now it's already Mincha time. But they did not say already Tachtun because it's Erev Rosh Chodesh. Right. And the Gula could be as we're talking with you on the phone. Yeah. In the middle. I mean, it is being brought down. Russia brings it to a child who is five years old. A very, very uh, interesting thing. That Merubo Mido Tevo, Mido Peronius, that the God's good things is more than, uh, than, than the bad things 2,000 times. 
a month ago, do we ever dreamed that we will come to this situation? No. Not a chance. Not a chance. Then this is in the negative sign. Then let me tell you, 2,000 times faster could go the redemption. Yeah. That's true, and that's what we pray for every minute. That's uh, right. And, and as the Rebbe mentioned so many times in the Sikhs, that every davening, what do we say in davening? We are waiting for your miracles a whole day. What's in Kol Hayem? A person said that feel with Shachris. Comes Minchem Moshiach did not come. He, has to, he says again, right. And it came mighty, and Moshiach did not come. He's again, And I will add with one more word here, we're talking about it. But before that, I want to mention one thing that is very important between me and you. Yesterday was a very special day in your calendar, the yurtzit of your father. Yeah. Harav Segel. And as the Rebbe used to call him, Harav Segel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first one who gave Bris Avraham the first check of a donation. I remember that. And that was 40 years ago. Forty years passed by since the first donation check that I got from your father in the Hebrew Youth Academy <laughs> in Amish, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, Nochem, you are a graduate of that school. <laughs> I am, had the privilege to teach in that school for one year right. in Orange. Right. In that building that today, I don't know if the health department or the, or the construction department or whether the building to stay. But we were there. <laughs> this is not a joke. We were there. We were there uh, teaching. I was there in 1979 teaching Russian children that just came and settled Navy Hill. Robert Bogomilsky should be healthy. Send them to that, to that school. And your father was in charge and helped. And he was so much encouraged me. And I want to, at this moment, for his Elias and Shoma that as he gave me the first push to do it, and our relationship continued for so many years, especially when we met together at the eve of your wedding with Stacy. And now, Baruch Hashem, you're going to celebrate soon the second marriage of your child, of your children. May the Rebbein Hashem help that together with Stacy. You should hear all your children to the chuppah. And it's our belief and trust that soon we'll be here some and the Cedric Dushan of your next wedding will be performed by Haraf Segel, your father of Ashom. Amen. Gracious for that. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski is with us. It's almost Erev Pesach. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi Kanelski, you're gonna, I hope you're going to laugh at this next part because... Um, <laughs> One of the things that people tune in for every single year when you visit me on uh, the uh, during the time uh, on you know close to of Pesach is when I would jokingly ask you, you know, uh, how many Cholamoid uh, you know amusement parks did you go to in Russia, and how many concerts and activities did you have, and and what you didn't have delicious packaged cookies that taste just like their chametz. And we would joke about this every year, especially as things got more and more crazy in terms of what was introduced to the public over the years. And this year, 
I guess it's the great equalizer. None of us are going on a great adventure. None of us are going to have any Cholomoid activities. None of us are going, to, are going to spend the money or the time looking for obscure items that, you know, might look like Chomets but are really Pesach thick. I think, that, I think that's pretty interesting, huh? You know, everything is a cycle in the world. And, and we, Baruch Hashem here in America, and again I have to say Baruch Hashem a thousand times, the Rebbein Hashem gave us the freedom, the ability, the luxury that we should be able to have all that to our children. And our children, thank God, as the children saying many times to me, Tati, not because you were deprived of that, we have to be deprived. No, it's not, it's not deprived. It's the opposite. We have to appreciate. And the, and the light from the darkness is much greater than the light by himself. Right. When there is the darkness, then you appreciate light. When everything is so good, is, is, you know, the Gemara says that uh, when it comes a light, in a daylight, nothing. It doesn't help anything. But in this darkness of today, just picture yourself. Today we are sitting, today we are without dominion. Tomorrow we will bring Corbonus, Rishchidish Nisun, the same day that Aaron Akoyim brought Corbonus by Yemashmini, we will all come to Yerushalayim and and you as a wavy will sing, and your father will stay next to you and will sing, and we will all bring Corbonus with Aaron Akoyim, with Moshiach. Do you, do you, just picture yourself. I started yesterday to learn with my children the Haggadah. Right. And you know, there is this famous dispute with the Hizish Tomatis and being brought down with the whole thing. There was the Machlekes, I will, give you a, I will try to give a free translation in my, in my broken English. <laughs> that is, when do we have to remember it? Yes, Mitzrayim. Every single day, by day, by night. Then it's being brought down by the end. But then also we'll remember it. Yes, Mitzrayim. But there is a, a, there's a little bit a deeper explanation. Every single day of our life, I have to think what I did today with Hobi Lemesa Moshiach. Every single day. Can't give me one more day to live. What I did today to bring the Kamek Moshiach closer. What's going to bring Kamek Moshiach closer? The Rebbein Hashem brings Moshiach. But it, everything depends on us. We could do with one more mitzvah. The Rambam, the famous Havoch of the Rambam, also mitzvah achas. Did one mitzvah change the entire weight? By the way, the Ramam's the Ramam's birthday. You know when the Ramam's birthday is? No, tell me. You David Nissen, out of Pesach. Wow. You David Nissen is the Ramam's birthday. Wow. So he had a uh, see him celebration every year on his birthday. Correct. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, Rabbi Kanelsky, at the risk, at the risk of of you getting emotional. And frankly, me getting emotional, because I, it has ha- been hard for me to say this without getting emotional. And this is how we'll conclude. 
the essence of this yontif. Every yontif has its essence. In fact, when I said v'samachta b'chagecha, this is not even the yontif that we really associate with v'samachta b'chagecha, but still, obviously, there's an obligation. But the essence of this yontif is kol dichvin yeseviechol. The essence of this yontif is that ideally, anyone who is in need to be at the Pesach Seder should be at our Seder. We all want that, and you've demonstrated that with the hundreds and hundreds of people you take care of every Pesach. Now we are being told, rightfully, lahalacha, we are being told to behave in exactly the opposite way. Do you have any words that can comfort us as we go through this challenging situation? The number one, each one should start at home. Make sure that your children, your relatives, are physically, all are having the ability of that whatever they need, they should all have what they need. That's number one. Number two, I'm sure we all have, uh, we all have a friends. We have to make sure that each one of them have Shmura Matza. And I will add with these two things. Mm-hmm. There was a Jew who came into the Levavish Rebbe. And says to him, Rebbe, I have a lot of money to give for Tzedakah. A lot of money, Rebbe. And tell me, for what should I give to which school, to which institution should that money go? The Rebbe paused for a second. And the Rebbe says to him, you want to do something big? And the person says, yes. Make sure that every single Jew have Shmurumat. Wow. Says the person to the Rebbe, Rebbe, I mean a lot of money. I can give you any building you want. I can give you whatever you want. Says the Rebbe, you want to do something big? Very big? Every single Jew should have a Shmura Matzah. What is Shmura Matzah? The Zohar says, It's Micho de Mehemnusa and Micho de Asusa. The first night of the Seder, uh, the, uh, the first night of the, of the, the first night of Pesach, is Micho de Mehemnusa. It gives a Mune. The second night of the Seder, it's Micho de Asusa. It gives help. Mm. This year, more than any single year, every single Jew around the world is thinking about these two things. Micho de Mehemnusa and Micho de Asusa. We need Matzah. To have belief and trust in God that whatever God does is for the good. Because God is good. And God is our Father. And our Father does not give to His child anything bad. Number two, it's Micho de Asusa. It gives a refuah. And the Rebbe added to that, that Micho de Mehemnusa is the first night that the Muna is so great that the Rebbeinah shall not even give a sickness that we, need, we, we have to become healthy. <sighs> gives us so much help that every single Jew who is now listening and if somebody has any sickness should be cured immediately. And no other Jew should ever be sick because it will be right away the Mune and the believe in God that the Rebbeinu sends us Mashiach to Kenu. And before that will come Eliyahu Novi. And Eliyahu Novi will cure us. 
and immediately will have the ultimate redemption with the coming of Mashiach Tzatzema. Amen. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelsky, brisavram.org. Believe me, the Kanelsky family could use the support to help people so that they can fulfill, and you can help fulfill, don't worry about this year inviting people to be at your table. Worry about making sure that everybody who needs everything for the Pesach Seder, grape juice, wine, matzah, fish, chicken, etc., has what they need for the Pesach Seder, and for Pesach in general, obviously. Uh, you can call uh, Rabbi Kanelsky and connect with his uh, amazing staff at 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. Rabbi Kanelsky, you have a second for uh, my new vart that I'm telling everybody? Always. Um, I mean, it's a cute vart, but uh, the only thing I ask is that everybody say B'Shem Umro, because I'm so, pr- I'm so proud of the fact that I thought of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody this year is going to be lonely. Everybody's going to be lonely. Obviously, those who are alone, obviously, are going to be lonely. Uh, they're not used to a Pesach Seder away from their, their family and or their friends. Those who go to programs, you know, are going to miss the 100, 200, 300, 1,000 people that they would be with and having that experience together. And obviously, families are going to be lonely because there will be members of the family who normally would be at the Seder who won't be there this year. Everybody's experiencing some degree of loneliness for this upcoming Yontif. And what are we doing? Why are we doing this, right? I mean, there's a million reasons why we're doing this, but why are we doing this? We're doing this so that Amir Tashem, because we're being so careful this year, next year we'll be able to be together. You with over 100 people and families with every grandparent, cousin, and, and, and sibling that they want to invite, and, you know, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We want it to be the exact opposite of this year. And I found some hope for that in our calendar. Because this year, as you know, we go in a three-day yuntif from yuntif to Shabbos. Next year, March 27th, 2021, we go three-day yuntif, Shabbos, and then yuntif. Exactly the opposite of what's happening this year. So hopefully, just like the calendar is completely the opposite next year than this year, hopefully the way we're observing the Pesach Seder will be completely the opposite next year than it is this year. We, we, the world world is great, and we have the honor that this year we'll have uh, one day Seder in Rishulayim, Amen. and our Emunah will bring us to that, to that, to that place. Amen. And a big to all the rabbis of Rishabrohom and the Rebetsons who are helping and giving the ability that we should be able to make sure that everybody has the Shulayim. Rabbi, I cannot wait for you to visit me again in New York City. The simcha, the simcha that we'll have at that reunion, Bezrat Hashem. And Bori. And Bari is right. Bari, healthy. Bari, healthy, everybody, yes. A kosher Pesach, a simchadik Pesach, a healthy Pesach. Let's everybody get to that point of Pesach healthy. And those who are ill in our community, and everybody listening now knows people who are ill in our community. Those who are ill in our community, let them have a refuah shlema, the of a very, very fast, speedy recovery. And obviously, two weeks from now, be 100% healthy to celebrate Pesach um, and enjoy the upcoming holiday.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Tomorrow, Shlomo Katz will join us for a special Hallel service on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Make sure to be tuned in. If you want to be part of the Zoom uh, meeting, that will allow you to be part of the visual uh, all you got to do is be patient. Wait for an email from us uh, with the um, with the login information for the Zoom meeting. If you're not on our email list, email Avrami right now, af at nachumsegel.com, af for Avrami Finkelstein at nachumsegel.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Plenty more tomorrow, including our Hallel service, and a big thank you to all of our guests today. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal remind. And don't forget, Yala Viavo tonight and 11.30 Eastern time for the uh, communal prayer. You should have emails from your synagogues about that. Uh, till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.